Welcome back, everybody, to Gaming Acquired, episode 103. I am your host, Michael Vash, 7886, and we're going to go by Dark Visor, right? Dark Visor Barry. I mean, Dark Visor Barry tends a full name, but, you know, whatever is best for you. Okay, fair enough. And now we are going to talk about some changes with GameStop and then uh, kind of focus in a little bit more on some of the aspects of Super Mario Maker 2. But uh, first up, as always, we will start with what have you been doing? So what have you been doing? Have you been playing anything specific lately or uh, anything cool tech-wise? Uh, tech-wise, not really. You know, I've been looking for um, some new keyboards in my um, a mouse for my PC, you know, because, you know, playing Overwatch on PC, when it comes to certain characters, you definitely need a mouse. And I'm, I'm using, like, a cheap little... Logitech mouse, uh, so I can't really use it. So I need something. A non-gaming one. Honestly, yeah. the the mouse thing, the what is it, the nine o two or whatever? Uh, yeah. No, the the five o two, five twenty two, something like that. It's pretty good. Um, but I mean, it's it's tough to beat some of their mice, in my opinion. I really like the Logitech mice. Yes, they're they're good for everyday use, but when it comes to gaming, it, it's you know I need something a little bit better until the Xbox. Pro controller, the new one comes out with the tweaks with the triggers and stuff. Seems like that would be a good fit for a few games online. Uh, not sure sure about uh, FPS, but maybe. Um, but no, I was talking about one of the Logitech uh, gaming mice, not the really? normal they everyday mice. And they they didn't know they had a uh, gaming mic, uh, oh, mouse. Oh yeah, they uh, have a they uh, have an entire like gaming line, dude. Um, oh, headsets. Uh, <clears throat> keyboards, mice, everything. Okay. Um, I had the only problem I've had with their keyboard is that the space bar got just. I used it with the same finger, like I'd always use it with my right thumb, just <laughs> because of the way I type, and so I ended up getting a little stuck now and then. So I had to uh, contact them about it, and I just haven't got the chance to get it replaced. But I mean, beyond okay. that, it's uh, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. The um, but yeah, I uh, I've been using Logitech gaming mice for a long time now since the uh i think it was the g 500 days or 50 days i don't remember oh god okay yeah i was just gonna go with razor or something but yeah they have a gaming line i may have to look into them uh, yeah i mean it's really kind of personal preference um i i just tend to like logitech stuff Not a lot of people like razor um i i think it's kind of hit or miss for them because i feel like some of their products are just a little bit overpriced for what they are but it's one of those deals where it's you know you either it's some of, some of their stuff is really good, but yeah, and then other times I do think there is uh, there's a bit of a name thing where uh, it's kind of the, just the chic thing to to use. But um, there's a couple companies out there now. Um, Corsair has some pretty good stuff, I think, and then um, Logitech and Razer, and I'm trying to think. There's another. There is one other. I'm well. There's oh. multiple other groups, but. There's still another okay. one I tend to like, um, but I just can't think of who right now. But yeah, any any of those would be fine. Like I said, I just knew Razor's name from because I see their post on Twitter a lot. Mm-hmm. But like you said, they're overpriced. But mostly, it more than likely has to do because of their name. They know, oh, it's Razor, so we can probably price a little yeah. bit more, you know. But anything that works, I'm happy with. So I got you. Yeah. Um, well, actually, and they just I think Logitech just brought out a gaming wireless mouse. Um, not too long ago. 
It's okay. supposed to be pretty good, but I mean, I haven't messed with that. I've considered getting it, but I haven't uh, haven't done so. But yeah, um, but like I say, there there are some things where Razer's actually really good on price and everything. But I just feel like some of their stuff is a bit bit oh, name brand priced. Yeah, but I had to look that's just up. me. But yeah. Besides that, you know, it's just been um, doing that, trying to play the Gears Five Tech Test. Have not got on got onto it yet because I don't think it was on PC yesterday just yet. I think nah. it was ready for Xbox One, and I'd rather play it on PC first. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, been playing Crash. But I kind of got bored of it, you know. Not the game's good, but their new event where it's like if you're in the top five percent with having so many points of this new event they have going on, you get a special cart. But that's yeah. just uh, I think that's Activision um, behind it, and I don't really care for games that do that too much. It's like, well, I could sit there and grind out to get this cart in the top five percent. Right. I have so many games after work I want to play. It's like I don't want to devote. The, the four hours I have when I get off right. besides studying just towards this game just to get a chance at this. You know, I have Marvel, I have Monster Hunter, I have Mario Maker. It's like, I, hang, I don't just want a game to force me to devote. If it's good, yeah, but I don't want a game to say to get this one thing, you have to devote your entire afternoon to try to get it, you know? Yeah, I I, I know. And uh, it, it really has to be, I mean, I just can't see doing that for a kart racer. <laughs> Like, that's the really weird part to me, like, that, that, I mean, some people get really into it. You could tell um, they wanted to put in transactions into it with the way they had yeah. it set up in the store, but this is kind of a way around it, I guess. I don't know. I, I couldn't devote everything. I've had more fun playing on Mario Maker, you know, making crazy stages on it for people to try one time and never try it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. That just sounds really... I just don't play kart racers enough to really get into something like that. I um I had picked up uh, Sonic All Stars or whatever the new one is, Transformed, because yes. it uh, it has co op and like it's really kind of different. I did um, play it. Yes, it was good. It was good for a while. I like both um, the Team Sonic. The the team mechanic was kind of uh, it was hit or miss because some teammates just would not. You know, cooperate. You pretty much have to team up with people you know. Right. Because online, not everybody knows what you're trying to do, and it's like they won't accept items. They won't give them back to you to trade back and forth to build up your gauge. And it's like, well, we're not going to win this, you know, because yeah. Yeah, they. Well, uh, yeah, that was something that actually was really cool about that game. But yeah, yeah, I mainly got it to play some some local stuff where um, just to get the option to do stuff like that and. Uh, then you can also play like uh, you can also play you know just co-op against bots online with friends. It's kind of fun yes. just to take a little break from everything else. So, but it's a good-looking game. Um, like I said, nothing else. I'm currently you know waiting on uh, what's coming out. Fire Emblem comes out this week. Um, I mean, yeah, it does. Doesn't Wolfenstein, it? yes. Um, Wolfenstein. Um, um, Fire Emblem, and then after that, the only big thing I can think of is those, the Astro Chain game by Platinum, and then Monster Hunter World's expansion in September. Yeah, um, and the Astro Chain game is in uh, August. So. Yes. So it's a pretty, it's like a game every month. It seems like almost till next year, where everything's going to drop from E3, mm-hmm. like we talked about before. There's going to be a ton of things that drop in 2020. It's going to be crazy. 
Yep. But uh, I I agree. Uh, so for me, not a whole lot. I've been playing uh, a little bit of Division Two and Path of Exile on PS4. But um, I've been getting more into. Uh, I completed the story in Mario Maker Two. But I've, uh, lately, I've been getting more into um, Dragon Quest Builders 2 that just came out. And um, and so it's uh, it's it's just been kind of all over the place. But I haven't had as much time to, to play games just because of other things. But when I have, those are kind of the things that have filled my time. I also have Judgment that I'm working my way through very slowly. Um, which is a pretty cool game in my opinion. I actually really like the direction they went with this. It feels kind of like Yakuza, but at the same time, they're like it's different. It's not just like Yakuza. There's a lot of other elements to it where you have to, you know, you have to do these investigations and things like that. So I've heard that that it was kind of like Yakuza, but from the gameplay I've seen, it looks like one of the typical Yakuza craziness with the combat, you know throwing people in the cars and them getting pulled into it, you know, just just wacky, fun combat. It's not, I don't think it's quite as over the top, though part of that is I think the first one I really got back into was um, was Yakuza 0, and like okay. the heat actions in that game were just insane compared <laughs> to, uh, to 6, because they did the new engine for 6, and so the heat actions between... Uh, between your two options in that game were just crazy uh just insane just uh, how over the top they were <laughs> but um that's that's yakuza for you it's i like that i like that it's over the top like <laughs> but uh six they kind of dialed it back a little bit but um you know it's, it, they did a new engine and all that stuff but this this game definitely benefits from the new engine i really like the overall look and the style that the game is going for it really it just works very well to me. The new elements they introduced, because you're a detective, you're not a Yakuza person. Um, so I think the new elements they introduced for that are kind of just a nice change, change of pace. And then the um, the two fighting styles that uh, your character has are pretty cool too. So I think overall the, the game has really been really interesting. It's also kind of interesting to see it in English for the first time because they've you know they did the English voice acting this time and the, I think the English dub is actually pretty good um, I've been playing mostly in English just because I don't you know I don't if I don't have to read subtitles I'd rather just try it and unless unless the dub's really bad which <laughs> if it is it is and you know you're just kind of out of luck but unless the dub's really bad or there's some one really annoying voice in it I just try to t play a uh, english when i can and i think they actually did a pretty good job on the dub so okay yeah you that's rare to hear somebody like you know praise a dub so that's a good thing well i've but you gotta realize i started watching like anime when all <laughs> we had were dubs so oh, the i'm used to dubs from the 80s and stuff uh i mean like gundam wing gundam oh, okay. wing's dub okay. yeah you're going <laughs> Hero, oh, are all... you going to heal, kill me, Hero? <laughs> Aren't you going to kill me? Oh man, the uh, I tell you, yeah, I it was pretty bad. It was bad. Uh, that that show. It's like I feel like the first after twenty five episodes, I feel like they kind of figured part of it out and they kind of changed. But man, that uh, that dub is is interesting. But um, now the um, 
but I mean, to me, like I got, I was really more into like Yu Hakusho and uh, Trigun, and I thought both of those steps were pretty good. So, I have, I have generally, you know, I generally try to listen to a dub if it's out there. If it's, if it's bad, then I mean, I will, I will push it away and you know go back to the Japanese. But if it's as long as it's not grating or something like that, I'll, I'll try to do that. But yeah, okay. uh, but yeah, I, I also found it interesting that um, in the opening sequence for judgment it actually some of the characters says played by instead of uh instead of uh voice actor or something i guess because that means that they base the model on um on the person so that i I think is what they're saying when they're they're doing that because they only list certain characters that way sometimes it is just voice provide a voice voice actor or something like that or voice by voice by or something like that but some of the characters actually say played by for the japanese cast so i believe they base the character models off of them or something but anyway that has been it for me um oh yeah prime day prime day just happened this week what did you pick up my god i did not pick up too much like prime day is good and all i i usually just feel like i find better deals on black friday and I saw a few good things on there, but a lot of it sold out. Like some certain TVs I wanted. Um, there was like a 72-inch TV I kind of eyed. I don't need it, but it sold out. You know, I was at work. I was like, God dang it. Um, what were you going to get? Was, there was a few styluses I bought for the Switch because I definitely need one for Mario Maker and stuff. Bought a few of those on sale. Um, the I bought the Xbox um, Ultimate was it the ultimate uh pack where it has xbox live and xbox game pass uh, okay um it was on sale so i bought that gotcha. um i should have i, I want to get a drone that. i want to get a drone but i'm being cheap and just sticking to the drone that comes with um gears 5 i got the collector's edition for that and it comes with the drone so i'm gonna see how it does you know dude i I I really like I've been fighting the urge to buy a drone for a long time and I finally found one uh during the Prime Day stuff and I went ahead and bought it uh, but I got the uh, the DJI Mavic Air and the reason I did so is because like I've I know people that are way more into it than I am and um they were like well you're going to if you buy like a $300 drone you're just going it's just going to end in heartbreak because it's going to do it's going to do something you're not going to want it to do or something like that and i mean maybe other people have had luck with them i don't know but that's just kind of the consensus i've gotten from a little bit that i've researched but the feature set you get with something like the mavic air or something like that is it's just a different thing like uh and stuff that i didn't even realize was a thing like it'll take a picture of where it's taking off from so when you hit return to home it'll come back to the spot it was it was taking off from and just stuff like that you can tell it if it leaves a signal from your remote to come back home um and you can even tell it like if you're in a certain area you can even tell it like how high it needs to come back to avoid things like trees so just a lot of that stuff once i started realizing i was like okay so it's a lot of the software stuff that really ends up you know making this more expensive than the than what you'd expect but You'll have to you'll have to keep the uh, everyone updated how it goes with that drone for sure. I am. Uh, oh yeah, planning yeah, it's probably to go. much better. But like I said, I already planned oh, yeah. to get the game, and it's just like yeah. might as well get this just to see. Um, yeah. Because I did the same thing with Mass Effect and Andromeda. 
when it came mm-hmm. out with I regret buying that game now, but its collection edition came with its own um, RC um, cart. I guess you could call it. What do you call those RC cars yeah, that had a camera? Control. You know, you could record mm-hmm. videos and stuff, and it actually recorded pretty good quality videos. But like you said, you pay for what you get, basically. You know, I got bored of it after a while because it forced you to use your phone to control it, mm. and that got kind of annoying. And yeah. back then, my phone was not that powerful. I had a Galaxy S7, I believe, and it's kind of annoying. But like I said, your drone will probably run circles around anything I can think of right now. So if I had my own house right now, which I'm, I mean, I have my own apartment, but if I had a house, I'd definitely probably get the model you have because I have more freedom to yeah. fly around and actually test it out like I'd like to take pictures of everything instead of where I'm at right now where I probably had the guy who walks his wiener dog outside freaking out that you probably know, so there's yeah. a drone looking at his dog or something you know yeah and that's a good point that is a good point but um but yeah you'll have to you'll have to see if you end up liking it if you do then you'll you'll definitely be able to um be able to look at something you know more high tech later on but oh, yeah. anyway but yeah we'll see how that goes uh I am I'm planning to go out and fly that tomorrow so nice. I'm gonna get everything hopefully not crash it <laughs> what I, when I see uh, they can take they can take a, a pretty good slap you know so yeah um I went ahead and got the protection plan just in case just in okay. case but uh I, I have a feeling I will not need it anyway uh so with that let's talk about GameStop so oh yes GameStop they've they've made some announcements recently uh what have you been hearing about it Dark from what I understand GameStop is trying to for lack of better words, reinvent itself. Um, they're trying to change their store formats a little bit, trying to keep up with the times of the day. You know, um, they're talking about trying to bring in, um, make it easy for gamers to, you know, test out new games. Because I have to admit, they don't really have any options in the stores I've been to for people to try out games like I wish they could. Like you may have that one kiosk in the front with PS4. Mm-hmm. But it's been it's, it's the same old game demo disc or whatever, however they load it up, you know. And nobody's ever owned it usually, but I feel like they, if they could just change it, it's always in the front of the store and it's just kind of in the way of stuff, you know. If they could have a section where it's like maybe four to five kiosks, you know, for PS5, I mean PS4s or a Switch section with several TVs. When I understand they're trying to do something like this, they're trying to set it up so people can come in and try games and not just have those one or two kiosks in the front for Nintendo and Switch. And I heard they're trying to get an eSports community built, you know, in their stores. That was a little fuzzy for me to understand. If I could get it right, I think they're trying to set it up so eSports teams can set up at the store and build from there. It's kind of what I took from that. But it should be interesting. I've never envisioned GameStop as an eSports team builder, but We'll see. What did you get from it? Well, uh, I think the big focus on um, on retro games. Some of the stores will be a very you know a retro centric shop. That'll be yes. all they actually have. Um, that's that's really interesting. Um, I'm kind of curious how well that's going to work for a couple <laughs> of reasons. Um, there is there is a scene for the retro games, and uh, I do think that some people will be very interested in that but i think the big problem is just going to be sourcing it 
and then also just kind of going against something like you know the random yard sales that have people's games out for a buck or two and the stores out there that have been doing this for a while and kind of know the market and then also just things like ebay and whatever um that's what i'm gonna be really curious about the other kind of thing about that is you know they they have to a lot of times it's a system like the nes in particular is the one i think about the system itself is very difficult to actually get cooperating a lot of times when uh for old nes games and so it doesn't matter how good the nes game itself is and you know condition wise it's it you know if your nes is faulty it's faulty and um exactly know, I, that's the um, uh, that's the real kicker i mean my super nes still runs pretty well but my nes not so much i think the I n64 is probably fine yes you're right i have oh i have all the old retro systems except the um ps2 for mm -hmm. some reason i don't know why i don't have that in my collection but my nes yes having to open it take the game out you know mess with it put it back in snes pop a game in runs fine never had to re actually reset it except i think once but nes god yes trying to play mario um captain skyhawk you know having to constantly reload the game yeah. like you said you can't really help that um with the them trying to like a, oh you go. I was I was gonna say apparently I believe it's the top loading NES is really much better, but there there are very few of those out there. God, that is rare. <laughs> yes, that is hard to find one of those. But uh, but what I was getting at is I I just don't know what they're gonna do about systems. Are they gonna try to refurbish them? Um, we've all kind of at least suspected that the refurbishments are not top of the not top of the line. Um. I've seen various YouTube videos claiming things. I don't know how you know true they are or whatever, but that's something we'll have to um, have to see about that too. But then also just like I was thinking about controllers, um, because fi to me finding a good classic console controller is difficult. Um, it is especially with the original connector on it, and like you said, in good condition is the biggest thing too. And it's rare or even know. a third party that's that's good but yeah it's just yeah that's going to be another interesting part is how they're going to source everything but then also i just i just wonder how long that's going to keep them keep those stores in business because i just don't know i'm going to be curious to see how the market see, shifts with gamestop there's a lot that can change like i was talking to one of my uh followers and they made mention of one thing they want to see change and i made mention of was like the online store mm -hmm. that and their trade values one thing that's really bothered me with gamestop is that you can pre-order games it's only five dollars to pre-order something at gamestop that's okay that's that's good because i'm like okay i can just put five down and get any pre-order bonuses that come with that and pick it up later or paid off through the week what i wish they would let me do is I have a GameStop account on like an actual website account. Why mm -hmm. can't I pay off some online? I yeah. hate the fact that like, when I get off work, sometimes traffic's too bad getting off, you know, where, where from when I come in at, it's too it's too hard to get to GameStop sometimes. Like traffic's just backed up. I'm like, I just want to go home. I right. gotta go study, I got an exam. It would be so much better if when I come in, I could say, you know what, let me log on and just put another five towards my game. 
but you can't right. do that. You have to actually come into the store. It's like it's just that hassle, and the website is not built around that. Like the website's pretty much you can't do that. You can see your games though. You can see how much you have, how much you have left to pay off, but they won't let you pay it off online. You have to actually go into the well, store to. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that that's that's one thing that definitely needs to change. If uh... excuse me, but I feel like the. Um... I feel like the entire GameStop online shopping experience is just stuck in the past it for is. a couple of I reasons. Um, and part of that, like a big part of that is their shipping prices, man. It's really <laughs> difficult to, to justify going to GameStop online and having it shipped to your house when I can go to Best Buy or I can go to Amazon or... Um, you know, I uh, a lot of the other online. I think uh, NIS America's online store. I want to say they have free shipping, but I could be wrong about that. Um, especially Amazon, like you said, especially Amazon because it's free two-day shipping. You know, that's and usually sometimes, even though it says free two-day, I've sometimes got my games within the, the first day. It just depends on how they're processing. Well, and... You know. Well, and I, I'm, I'm, if I, if I'm buying it online, I'm, I'm getting really state shipping, or I'm not, probably not doing it <laughs> delivery. But um, I, you know, to me, that's much easier a lot of times because I have work, I have all this other stuff going on, and to me, it's yes. just easier to let it show up at my doorstep. And um, occasionally, you'll even get stuff early, which is kind of nice. Um, I'm pretty sure that Alita Battle Angel came in early for me. I don't think okay. it's yeah it's still marked as pre-order on the website and it's in today <laughs> and it's not supposed to be released until <laughs> until the july uh wait oh okay it's gotta yeah it's gotta be next tuesday it's gotta be next tuesday but um yeah it's in it came in early and then occasionally i'll get something a lot of times it comes in like monday night or something but but you know shipping rates aren't are ridiculous um i believe they actually had a card come out for it was like the elite pro card they brought like another edition like just like last year i believe it was like cause they had the membership card yeah and they added the extra tier last year late but last it was year. a credit card right no not the credit card one it was oh. actually just like a i think it was like another five or ten dollars more than the oh god i wish i could remember let me see um, the thing the, the thing with it though, it gave free shipping on orders ah. over, I believe, thirty five dollars. I want to say, uh, like I said, they took it off the website. It used to be on here. Um, oh, they don't even have it on the website anymore. They took it down. Yeah, it had free shipping on there because they what and what I was told um, was that the free shipping was killing them. Basically, that's they took it away because of that. That wouldn't surprise me. That's like Best Buy had their Gamers Club unlocked or whatever, and like they had to be losing so much money. That's because, what it was. <laughs> because what I, I feel like uh, I feel like the the margin on video games is relatively small, and they were giving like twenty percent off, which was amazing for me. But I never went in to buy almost anything else from Best Buy because their prices were just all over the place. Sometimes, if it's if it's a very MSRP based item, then sure. But then other times, it'd be like, yeah, this this is like forty dollars extra than it would be elsewhere, and it's like really. 
Yes, like I said, the free shipping they couldn't they couldn't keep up with that. You know, they're already struggling. That didn't help. Um, somebody else also mentioned to me was what they want to see change is the trade in rates, mm-hmm. and that could be seen either way. Because like I always tell people, never go to GameStop if you literally buy a new game. Never go back the next day trying to trade it in if you open it. Never do that because you're never going to get the value you pay for it. It's like a new car. You drive up the lot, even even if you don't drive, but maybe five feet from the lot, you're not going to get what you pay for it, basically. You know? Um, and I have a lot of people say they wish the GameStop, they would, because GameStop's a huge joke in that factor, too. You can see it online when they make posts like, oh, if you trade in all this stuff right here, you're only going to get, like, $7 in trading credit, you know? Mm-hmm. And they do chip you in a lot of stuff, I do, I do think, because you'll trade in, like, say... Uh, you know, uh, if you trade it back in, I'm trying to get something new, Marvel. Okay, it's $60 right now. You trade it in, you're probably only going to get, actually, you can probably look that up, probably $30. I'm going to guess right now it's $30. Um, and then what they'll do, they'll turn around and resell it at used at 55 you know? Yeah. And it's like, really? You know? Um, and some people want to see that change. I doubt they will. I doubt they will do that. Because um, let's see. Okay, actually, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the Black Order, is going for $25 trading credit and $20 cash, 27 if you're a pro member, and 22 cash if you're a pro member. So you pretty much lose $40 right there. The game just came out yesterday. Yeah. You know? So well, you lose $40. Well, to be, to be fair to them, I mean, say kind of can say whatever price they want to say to trade it in honestly because uh once you open it it's no longer considered new the only chance you have is if uh it doesn't have a disc it has the wrong disc or the disc is like i don't know hugely scratched up or something like that then maybe you're getting a return i had an issue once with best buy where I had opened something and then I realized that's not the right item because I had ordered whatever the because the other nice thing about Best Buy is the 20% off applied to even the um, the season pass or digit or deluxe or whatever and it's like well I mean if I'm going to get 20% off the pass or whatever as well I may as well consider doing it and a lot of times I did so one time I got home and it's like oh well this is the wrong one it's not and I it shows it clearly on the receipt and I took it back and I explained it and they're like oh well yeah I can I mean it shows it on your receipt and it doesn't show it here so I mean clearly it's not that so let's fix it but if, unless it's something weird like that once you open it it's I mean it's you know it's no longer a new game that can no longer do anything with it so yeah it's it's kind of I, I I don't know how much uh, I don't I'm not really a big uh, person to trade games in so I don't know how often um, you know how those prices go or anything like that I'm sure they're not great I would be curious if you'd have better luck with Best Buy's trade in or if you'd have better luck just trying to sell it on eBay or something instead but I mean yeah I don't. I don't begrudge them too much for it, but at the same time, I I don't blame people for wanting more if they're very active in the trading market, especially oh, yes. with uh, especially like with I how tell, much they want. Oh yeah, like I tell people, you don't expect now 
well, I think the trade values could be changed a little bit. I don't expect ever to make back like people who say, you know, only got thirty dollars back and this game was sixty five with tax. Like, never expect to get sixty dollars back for a new game you just opened yesterday. You know, no. you played it, you didn't like it. Don't ever expect to get anywhere near sixty. You know, that's not that's not going to happen. You know, it's like why well, don't I get this back at this price? You know, forty, thirty, thirty five, something like that. You know, half. Okay, I can understand that. You know. But I never, like I said, I would not ever expect to get pretty much full price because, like right. I said, the car example, you'd have a car off the lot and you pay, you know, $22,000. they are probably going to give you maybe seventeen if you're lucky. Turn it around, bring it back, you know. You're not going to get that twenty-two back. You're, it, that's, that's gone pretty much. Right. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, and I agree there. The uh, But, yeah, I, I do not, um, like I said, I don't, I don't get too into the trade and stuff, so it's really hard for me to compare the rates but yeah i i not do not anymore. expect i used to back in my early college years out mm-hmm. like in like late high school i was into the trade credit thing it's like oh man this is great and then eventually i kind of i guess for better words grew out of it it's like i could keep trading in these games but i kept losing more than i was gaining i was like either i'll go online like you said ebay or something or just buy stuff i know i want to keep right you know yeah and uh and the direction I was going um, was that ultimately, it's just one of those deals where, you know, for them, it's uh, especially on older games where, I mean, they may never sell that game. And so <laughs> that they're only really willing to offer you like two, five dollars or something like that. Um, sure. And that's that's part of the reason why, because, I mean, if you take a random game in there that they don't they don't know that they can sell, then, you know, they don't have any interested in really buying it now there are some old things i've seen like i was in gamestop one day talking to the staff in there and a guy walked in and he had a bag and i was kind of like he had an old look like mint condition nes box like the original nes mm-hmm. you know mint condition i was like and it had like the you know the gun controller on the box and everything i forget what it's called the zap controller Zapper, and i was like yeah. okay he must just be carrying stuff in here to trade in Surely he wouldn't actually have the system in that thing. Like I, I assume he just had like other games stored in that box. But he got to the cash register and he opened it, and it was literally an NES still sealed in its bag, in the Zap controller and the um, NES controllers all sealed, all just clean as who knows what, you know. Um, and he's like, I want to trade it in, and everybody just kind of looked at him. You know, he looked confused. He looked honestly confused at why everybody was looking at him like that. And like, dude, I told him, do not sell that hair. Go, Go to eBay. Because <laughs> yes. I'm like, you have a literally mint condition NES box and console. And you're going to bring it to GameStop. And they were like, and even the staff told him, yeah, just I, the guy who was there, he had a good heart. He's like, I can't in good conscience take this from you. Because I know you're not going to get anything for this in this condition. And he was surprised that everybody told him that, you know. He was like, okay, you know, because he didn't really need it, he said. But he didn't know it was worth that much. I was like, yeah, you can probably get at least 200 300 for something like that, you know, in mint yeah, condition. probably so. Um, maybe even more, depending. But, yeah, that is uh, that is that is nice that they actually let him know that. But uh, if they if they would have offered him 50 bucks, I'd be like, dude, no, I'll give you 100 Just- And that's what I told him. I told him, if you trade that in, I will pay you right now. I will give you 120 right now to take that off your hands. And because the thing with GameStop, yeah, don't do not do that. They'll give you 
they won't i know they won't give him 50 for that like I, don't do I, that i'm surprised honestly that they were even taking like stuff like that at the time because i know for a while there if it was older than like they really they changed their um their kind of model and like if it was older than like ps2 they weren't taking it mm-hmm. um i think it so. has to do like what you said earlier with them trying to open more retro stores um oh now I, yeah they they've brought yeah. it back since but um for a while there like if it was beyond ps2 they wouldn't take it oh yeah because like you said they had no use for it they couldn't do anything with old yeah systems like and it's, that. it's changed now but yeah i i'm gonna be curious to see exactly where they go but they're gonna have to they're gonna really have to make some good moves and um i don't i don't know about the esports thing i don't think that's gonna work out because i've I'm just trying to think of how that's gonna work, and I was trying to compare it to like a board game shop or something like that. Um, you know, they have things uh, in the, the the board gaming community or uh, card gaming community, like Friday Night Magic, but that's on a game that's centered. You know, that's centered on Magic: The Gathering. That's something that they have new new cards for every yes. couple of months. I think it is. Or, uh, or every year or two years or whatever they cycle everything out so that kind of works and you can you know you can buy the game there and you can buy extra packs of cards there and that kind of works on a collectible card game like that but I just don't know that that's gonna work for video games for a couple of reasons one like esports games unless you get really into it seem to switch up like every couple of months um, I mean, for a while there, it was, what, um, PUBG, and then it was Overwatch, and then it was something else, and then it came back to Overwatch, and it's everywhere. It jumps. Yeah, it jumps to what's popular at that moment. Right, and so I don't know how they would really handle that, and then some of those games are PC games, too, and so that kind of throws a bit of a wrench in there because they don't really do a lot of PC stuff at all. I don't even know if you can buy PC games from GameStop now. Maybe you can. I used to. No, you used can't to could, but I don't know if you can now. No, you can't buy physical. You can still... Well, I know for a while you could do down the DLC codes. Okay. Um, okay, maybe that's what it is. I recently bought a game for PC. I want to say it was Mortal Kombat and they actually gave me the code for Steam. Mm-hmm. No, because I wanted to go to midnight lunch, but I had it on PC. And what they did, they printed out the code for Steam, and it was lock gated. But you know, I would still get the final code at midnight. You know, right? So. Okay. Well, then that's like you apparently can buy the at least the. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, you can at least buy that. But yeah, I just don't. I don't know. It's just kind of one of those deals. It's like you have the people in for the tournament, and then what? They they buy stuff. What are they going to buy? Like. I I just don't know. There's nothing like they're, if they're in if they're into that scene that much, they're gonna be probably just playing that game and maybe one other. Um, and so they're not really gonna be look around the store and buy stuff. But and True. if that unless that game had some huge expansion or something come out recently that they had to buy, then they're not gonna buy anything for that game either because they probably have everything the way that they need it. I don't know. I just it's don't know how that would work. Honestly, like I, I told somebody else, um, I don't see, I don't know if I can see GameStop being here in the next 10 years. I just, I don't know. Not even the next six years, maybe. I was going to say it may um, not even make it in the next five, man. <laughs> I, it's, it's, 
it's just different. The world is different. Even like it's like um, I made the example in one of my videos, a indoor mall. There, it's not the same as it was in the 90s where you could go in, go to Suncoast or GameStop in that mall. It's different. GameStop is struggling on its own, I think. And unless they change stuff, the world's just moving so fast with technology that you can get your games. Like you said, Amazon, there's Best Buy. There's so many other ways you can get games now. It's like Steam. You don't even have to go to a store. You can just order it online digital. Same for PlayStation and Xbox. Don't forget and about Switch. Epic. Oh, oh God. <laughs> you know how much everybody loves Epic Store. Um, God, yeah. I see that. I see those comments all the time. How people just hate Epic Store. And then you have Stadia, which I'm really curious about the technology. But honestly, I'm kind of done with a lot of Google stuff. Um, but it's another kind of, and that's kind of a weird one to me too. It's like, so I have to buy the game. And then I have to play it streaming. So if I don't have internet, I can't play the game. I well, even, even, even if you have internet, know. you're going to have to be one. See, I think it's meant more for either hardcore gamers or people who have unlimited data tiers. You know, where I live, like with Comcast, I cannot get unlimited data, honestly. They cap you out at a certain level. See, but even I don't. They say they don't, they will. <laughs> yeah, I don't, but I don't know how, um, I don't know how much data it's actually going to take. At least at 1080. Um, at 1080, maybe not as much. I know 4K, they said you run out before, you run out within like, I think, what was it, a week or so? If you try to stream in 4K, like, um, but 180p, maybe not. But I do know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. Do you want some blocks <laughs> to go with your game? <laughs> oh, no. But I do know it's going to be tough to, because... The stream that kind of like the stream that media, and depending on how long you want to play, especially online multiplayer games, um, not just single player games, anything like online streaming plus that, it's just going to be, it's going to get crazy, I think. And I don't know if it's going to do as well as I think it will. I mean, it sounds good on paper to be able to have access to all these games, but otherwise, you know, I don't know how it's going to do. Well, so, and then, so I don't think actually playing online is that big of a deal when it comes to data i could be wrong but i okay. i do not believe so the streaming aspect is where i'm not as sure because i don't know if we're talking about like it's if you're watching an hour of 4k on netflix i don't know if that's the same as if you're playing an hour on in 4k on uh, stadia like i just don't know i just don't know enough about the compression algorithm and things like that so i also i i would assume it would be similar unless the compression ratio that they're doing to make the data stream work is vastly different than uh than the uh the netflix stuff right now but yeah I, that is going to be definitely a concern for 4k just due to the whole th unlimited data tier thing and how many people do not have an unlimited data tier in the u.s the other part of it too is like even if you have a fast connection what i've seen in the past when i've tried like playstation now or whatever it's just my connection's not consistent enough to do it um thank you scamcast but um <laughs> i have i mean i recently completely upgraded my internal network i'm running on the pf synth router and uh i have got everything set up pretty well i still need to make some more tweaks and things like that but as far as the internal network goes it's pretty rock solid but 
that's only going to be as good as, you know, your source. And if your source is Xfinity, then, you know, not so much luck sometimes. Um, but even in a decently, like, suburban area, I don't really have that many options. That's, that's how it is for me. You know, it's pretty much, you said, Comcast, Xfinity, or something called WoW, you know. Um, but that's pretty much it. They have a monopoly. And Google has moved into my city, but the rate at which they're trying to expand is just, it's just so slow. You know, they're pretty much staying around big businesses. And it's like, if they would come out, I would try Google Fiber. But I need you guys to push out further. <laughs> are they even, like, actually doing residential fiber anymore? Because I thought they had kind of dropped a lot of that. Really? Uh, I'm not yeah. sure. I know I go to a website and type in the addresses, you know. It's like, don't worry, we're still expanding into your city, you know. And it shows that picture of that happy family using Google Fiber. And it's like, <laughs> I wish that was me, you know. But no, I'm stuck with Comcast and their horrible, horrible service. Anyway. You know. I think we're I think we're done with talking about uh, Xfinity. Xfinity. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I, uh, I but but overall, it is something that I I do think uh, I do agree that Stadia is going to have to contend with because um, it's I mean I just don't they they have a lot of infrastructure and whatnot to handle some of that, but I just don't I don't see it cooperating fully on on that end. But yeah, so uh, I think we I think we're good on GameStop though. I can't really think of any other direction we can really. Besides go that, on. no, we yeah we pretty much run it. Of course, we'll see where it goes with them. But like you said, honestly, for the last bit on GameStop, I just don't I do not see them being here. Like you said, six to five years from now, I honestly I see the world without GameStop. Honestly. And uh, honestly, to me, that's a bad thing. I the more I want the more I want more um, more options. I think what really becomes kind of tricky for me is oftentimes I'm looking for something specific, not you know not necessarily a game, but just when I'm looking you know I'm looking for something like just for example when I got my drone I was started looking for you know a couple of accessories like. Um, you know, a landing a landing pad thing for it. Not a big deal, but I have no idea where I try to buy that locally. I mean, maybe I could find it on a drone store, and maybe maybe there's a drone store store around here, and maybe they had a landing pad, but they may only have one landing pad. And if it's not a landing pad that I was like, oh, well that that works, or if it's something where it's just stupidly expensive. It's like, well, I mean, now I have to go to Amazon or somewhere other than that and try to find something. And it's like, that's where it gets difficult to do because I can't, you know, a lot of times the things I want, I can't just go over to Walmart or I can't just go to whatever other random stores around here and find it. So you see, that's why stores like, um, I'm not sure if you remember a store called Radio Shack. Yes, Radio Shack. Uh, <laughs> that was that would be something that I would be a lot more into now, but unfortunately, it is of course no longer here. Well, like I said, they're doing the same thing, kind of like what GameStop did. GameStop's trying to, well, not the same, but Radio Shack kind of ran itself into the ground, trying to keep up with the world, but not understanding why people came to that store in the first place. Like you mm -hmm. said, I go to Radio Shack. I want to find something specific, a certain battery that I can't find it on the stores, a certain. Uh, wiring for a tv hookup but they eventually tried to you know do what games i was trying to do to an uh, extent with the esports it's like 
Well, let's add cell phones and let's let's make the store look more modern. Nobody wanted that. Nobody wanted you know those things, but they did that, and like you saw, it eventually pretty much just destroyed them, and they're gone. GameStop's kind of fighting to try to stay relevant, but I don't know everything they're doing is like exactly what people are asking for in the long run. You know, like right. people really right. want esport teams from GameStop. You know. Yeah, and I mean honestly, I. I went to one for there was one near here for a while and I I would go there more often because I knew the manager and the manager was actually really cool and they were good about you know helping me out on something if I you know I like I had a uh, I had a Marth pre-order a Marth amiibo pre-order back when they actually like they were <laughs> scarce and so they call it like they they're like okay I just want to let you know they came in <laughs> But we haven't put in that we have them in stock yet because as soon as we do, people are going to be going for them. Do you you still want your pre-order? I'm like, yes, I do. Okay, we will put it aside for you then. So, (laughs) I mean, you know, it's just one of those deals where they took the time to do that, and I was was glad they did. Um, And then um, I was looking, I don't remember what it was, but I was, uh, I was, there for something and they're like oh yeah we got um we got this thing coming in tonight and i think it was about the time the um what was that game the order 1886 i think it was about that they were demoing that like they had a special demo with sony that they were doing that night and so they're like yeah you can come back tonight and it's going to be you know they're going to close the store and then reopen for people above 18 because it's an animated game and blah blah and um and all that so i mean it was kind of cool to be able to do something like that um but yeah i i will be very uh very curious to see if their new direction works or how else they really try to do it but yeah I, they're gonna have to do something so right. go ahead i was just gonna say i do agree because i've i've made um most of my friends with the gamestop staff i know most of them personally you know i've been invited to their houses and stuff and if you get to know most of them, they will work with you. Like when something, something comes in, I have pre-ordered and they know people want it. They'll tell me like, okay, don't worry. We'll hold it to the side for you. Or, hey, we're getting this in. Just let you know ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also fun because they're one of the only stores that do midnight launches for a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in my town. And it's actually fun to be able to go out. And I believe one of the last ones I went to was like Mortal Kombat 11, you know. Mm-hmm. And just to see a line of... 60 80 people outside just talking together them taking pictures of everybody and just just that feeling of all these gamers coming out to this store to do this you know mm-hmm. it'll be sad if they go away and it's like well target are you doing a midnight launch and it's like not really and you won't see lines like that anymore you know except for black friday you know but right it won't you won't be the same you won't see pokemon lines you won't see halo 6 uh people lined up outside the stores anymore wrapped around the store like if gamestop's gone that's just a segment of you know gaming i've always enjoyed just going you know yep all right well let's let's change focus here and go to mario maker 2. okay so what have you how much have you played mario maker 2 at this point i have not finished a story i am at like 38 percent, but that's because i literally keep jumping back and forth between course maker and story like i, I like the story it's fun the stages they have set up it gives me ideas, mm-hmm. but I keep wanting to go to Course Maker to just make, you know, crazy stages. Honestly, um, 
so, but it's been so fun. <laughs> so do you want to do you want do you have a code handy to give out to to one of your courses or something? Um, I kind of hate to give it out because uh, it's so. It's, it's my stages are not the easiest, and I would hate for somebody trying to try it. You, you the, just give them the warning. I give the warning. It's easy. very cheap. It's very cheap. Uh, oh see. no! See, those are the stages I hate, so I will not be playing your stages. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, my stages are meant. I'm, I want to see people fail it a lot, you know. But I'm trying to get more. Um, what's the word? Um, uh, not. Not aspiration. Um, inspiration? Not, inspiration, yes. I don't know why I got aspiration. Um, for stages, I see how some people like use shells to like use the on and off blocks to do uh -huh. like access to certain doors. Stuff like that. Mine's are more kind of like I make a bottomless pit and you have to avoid 20 chain chomps or something. You know? Yeah, see, uh, there was a. Like what level was it? I want to say I was watching a YouTube video and it was like Boom Boom's. <laughs> Boom Boom's house, or I don't remember what it was called. It was something like that, though. But um, they were doing something like that, where they were using shells to hit on-off blocks, and like it was really cool what they had done. And like it looked difficult, but it also looked like it would be fun. But like to me, it's like I don't want to play like the the level you're talking about. Like if you're talking about a cheap level, it's like nah, man, just not my thing. Um, I, I watched something earlier, like supposed to be the hardest level in Super Mario World uh, style or something like that. But I mean, all they did for like the entire time was just constantly um, spin jump on things, and like that's all they did. And they like, and this was I, I only watched about half the video, and there was another like five or six minutes to go, and it's like, dude, that's just that's just not something I'm interested in doing. Um. But anyway. Well, see, stages like that I've never really cared for. Um, like, uh, let me turn back around here. I like hard stages, but I don't like the kind, like, I would never make something that forces you to do stuff like that. Like, the ones that say, grab this shell, um, do, like, spin off of it, jump on the wall, you know, and keep throwing that same shell, bouncing off walls. Mm -hmm. That kind is just, those are for yeah. those people that literally try to sit there and, God, I, I couldn't do that. You know, that's just. Yeah torture you know i don't have time to sit there and learn every single little hair inch you know jump i need to make to do this you yeah. know um but let's see i'm trying to get one of my stages up i accidentally closed out um marvel without shutting it down first i thought it was off uh oh so they gave me that message saying you shut this down without closing I'm like well sorry you know <laughs> um Hopefully it doesn't do anything. I, I do that a lot sometimes by accident. Um, also, I heard Nintendo's being sued for the left drift in their games. Um, uh, to be fair, it is pretty annoying. I actually get it even with the Pro Controller. I didn't know it was that big of a deal. Um, yeah, I, I know. It's uh, it's pretty bad. I have a little bit of a weird setup, so I, I tend to get it too. But uh, I find if I... Like, I have the, the switch behind where I sit generally, so I ended up, like, putting my hands over kind of the edge of the couch so that I'm, so, like, I'm just kind of laying back and I'm, I'm able to easily make that work, but it is, the, the drift thing is very annoying. I don't, I don't know how they didn't spot this in their testing or anything, and that is, that to me is the switch's biggest downfall, and uh, it's, 
it's a frustration to be sure. Oh, definitely. Um, let me see. I think people, it seems like my hard stages, nobody plays, but my easy stages, everybody does. Um, because I actually have one stage. It has, you know, a few players and it's literally just a pipe that takes you straight to the, um, goalpost. So you can't fail it, you know, um, that know, one has that the most like likes. A challenge. That one has the most likes for some reason. I don't know. Um, my hardest one I've made right now, it has six players, sadly, that's it, and nobody has completed it. Um, the code for it is 1NKL6QRRF. All right, is that, you think that's your best one? That's my hardest one so far. What do you that's think the is your best one? one? <laughs> okay, let's see, the one that has the most likes is... No, you what the one you think, not the one, not the one that people have rated the best. What do you think? Oh. Which one do you think is the best one that you've made? When it, when it comes to me, it's pretty much whatever, which everyone I could, which everyone I can beat the most. Um, let me see. My favorite so far has been. Uh, let me see. They got like twelve on here. Um, having her hand. How about that one? Okay. Probably my favorite is uh, it's 614WYD31H. That is my favorite one, I think. Gotcha. And that well, there one you is, go, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Check out his level and then complain to him, and you can send yes. all your hate mail to him. Yes. Complain that you can't beat it. Don't, don't, don't try to finish it, you know. You <laughs> know. But uh, I, I ended up going a little bit a different direction. I've went mostly in the story. I'm done with that now. Um, I I do have some more missions I can play through. I'm debating if I'm going to. I keep meaning to check out some of the levels. And it's been pretty funny to see people like uh, Wendy's and Burger King make levels. Oh, God. Especially, I mean, who is the one that does a lot of stuff online nowadays? It's not Wendy's. Wendy's. Um, is it Wendy's or Arby's? Uh, I'm sorry, Arby's made levels too. Yes, but Wendy's Arby's. is kind of the notorious one for Twitter. Like they just like after the Nintendo conference, they were like, "Well, Nintendo won E3 or something like that," and <laughs> they had all this kind of crazy stuff going on. It was pretty. It was pretty humorous to read through some of their comment threads, uh, replying to people and whatnot. But Wendy's has been kind of uh, doing that, and then I think Arby's is kind of joining in something like that too. Yeah, they do some pretty interesting things. But like I said, I want to make more stages but i'm trying to get inspiration of how to like lay out you know different mechanics i'd like to do stuff where the level plays for you where i can have it set to you hit this switch it sets off this chain of events and something like that you know that's kind of what i want to do um but the game there's so much you can do with this game i wish more series would do this um i saw somebody on twitter made a joke of a star fox maker you know <laughs> and I'm like, I would love to see a Star Fox maker, you know, like, and they actually let you be like, um, Star Fox 64, something like that. I would love that. That would be amazing, I think. Um, Star Fox maker, I think the Sonic series could do something like that, you know, because mm -hmm. it's such a fun game. You know, Mario Maker, you can do pretty much anything, you know. I'm kind of sad you can't do like a Mario 64 style style in this game but still it's still great 
Mm-hmm. But um, I want to finish story mode. It it looks. I mean, it's fun. It's nothing too serious, you know. Mario's trying to rebuild the castle because the little dog blew it up. But you know, I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah, I have to. Um, I have to send you this uh, this particular video because I think it gives some some decent uh, decent inspiration on uh, things to look at. So I'll go in and send you this so that you'll have it for after the uh, the podcast. Okay. But uh. This is one that I found a while ago, and this is the one that I had that uh, Boom Booms, whatever <laughs> it's called. Uh, it was a really cool level. Um, here it is, I think. Uh, but maybe not. Anyway. But yeah. I see it. But I'm amazed at the inspiration people have for these, like how they can do stuff like this. Yeah, it's, uh, it, is, it is pretty crazy what um, people come up, come up with, especially for the... Uh, the crazy auto scrollers and things like that that um that they can figure out yeah i think one of my favorite ones that i played when the game first came out was like you had 20 seconds mm-hmm. and it was pretty much a set in the second game style i believe super mario world and you had to basically time your jumps to hit the own off blocks perfectly and you had to hold a shell at the end and kick it right before you get to the finish line because you literally it was set it was a stage literally set for 20 seconds. Like, you could not go under it or you would mm-hmm. lose. Like, you literally had to hit it at, like, 19.9 seconds to beat it. Mm-hmm. And it was just – it was actually really fun. Like, at first, I was like, God, I hate this. But once you learn what to do, it was fun. It wasn't, like, too crazy with, like, twirling and stuff, but it was just enough to not be annoying. You know, it's like, I can beat this. I just got to work at it. But it wasn't like, I could beat this, but I got to spend a week learning how to do it, you know. Um, right, but I see the video you have, and um, it looks pretty funny seeing some of these mechanics on here. Yes, um, it looks crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some cool levels in that video. Um, you'll have to see if there's anything there you think you can take a look at and see if you can get a little inspiration. I'm not as huge on creating levels, but I'll probably be going in here soon and uh, and playing them. Though um, I will say, Dragon Quest Builders Two is really gonna keep my attention it's kind of it's kind of addicting to um to go in and kind of do a quest and then you you know you go back you work on your you know your town or whatever some and then you you know you you do that and um i i think they really kind of refined everything since the first game so if uh you're you're like your dragon quest builders i think you'll really like two and um, i did like one one so. was actually fun there is some <laughs> sort of online co-op element i don't exactly know what it is though um it's not the main story though so if you end up getting it we can try to record some of it from the uh as possible video playback for the podcast sometime but okay the um i ended up getting on ps4 though but the uh like i say i i think it ends up being quite fun the um it's it can be pretty addicting if you're into that type of thing but yeah the uh i as far as mario maker though like i say i i've really focused in on on beating the story i've done that we got through all that and i was hoping for a little bit more in some cases some of the levels were really good though um they had one they've had a couple where it's kind of a shorter timed level and you're really kind of trying to beat the clock on something like that so those have been pretty cool and then um the other interesting aspect is some of the levels they have just on the start screen some of those are pretty cool as well 
just okay. as a concept. Have you have you messed with those much? I have not. Okay. I've yeah, done you... like the the tutorials and stuff, but I haven't done anything too wild no. just yet. No, on the start screen, you can. Oh you can god! Play, you can play the start yes. screen. When okay. I first bought it, I sat there and I was like, "Why is the game just?" I mean, it's, like I said, this is a nice little opening menu, but then when the it was one of Bowser's airships and the 100 second timer sound kicked in. I was like, surely they can't let me play this in the opening menu. And I just yep. started trying to move the controller. And I was like, oh crap, it is actually a stage. And of yeah. course, I didn't beat it in that time, but I was like, wow, this is actually kind of neat that they did this, you know? Yeah, and uh, some of those stages are kind of cool. But um, yes, they, they did a good job with this game, I think. Um, something that. One, one mechanic actually that I've seen on that, and I don't know if I, and I've seen it in other levels too, is the uh, Koopa car. That's a pretty interesting, uh, interesting idea for the uh, to have the uh, Super Mario cart uh, cart in there, and you know use it to ride it, and you know kind of it's kind of like it, you can really focus in on some of the speed aspects of it, and then you don't have to worry as much about. Uh, holding Y and things like that for or well whatever button your run button is but it's pretty cool some of the the ways they've used that to um in some of the aspects and all that but yeah the um the ones where you end up being able to do a cool combo off of something or being clever and being being able to do a cool combo or something like that or the ones i end up liking a lot but then you know a challenge is fine i just don't want it to be cheap and i don't want it to be something where i'm you know just trying to jump on a shell or or something over and over spin jumps and <laughs> junk like that to make it work agreed um, yeah anyway uh what else anything else on mario maker um not that I can think of. I know it would be impossible, but I do wish one day they would let us make a Mario 64 maker. I know that's next to impossible, I guess, for Nintendo to do. I would just find it so fun to be able to set up like a custom castle and put paintings different places and put the stages into those. I could That would just be mind-boggling to do that, you know. But that would just take a little too much, I think, um, technical skills. Because um, I'm sure the Switch could run something like that, I just don't think Nintendo thinks that anybody could really do much with that unless you're like a PC modder or something who could sit there and mm -hmm. put the models in certain places. But I think that would be kind of fun to see a game like that come out. Um, but Mario Maker is great. I don't know if they're going to do any DLC with it or anything. Um, hopefully they can fix the online co-op a little bit because I've heard people complain about it where somebody dies, you get like a second lag or something that kills everybody because you can't make a certain jump mm -hmm. because somebody else died. So they can fix that, I'd be happy. You know, Nintendo seems to be trying to improve their online experience, but it still has a lot of ways to go. So, yeah, yeah, and it's and, and honestly, part of that is going to be peer to peer. Oh um, yes, and and then also you're 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 going Mario is at its core like can be very. Uh, it's it's the other part of it too, and that's the other thing with the the whole left joy-con drift thing and all that is um mario can be very reactionary like you you can some like to really nail the first mario and get down to you know whatever the world record is and all that like your reflexes have to be on point you have to have everything perfect you have to do like frame perfect things sometimes so it's really it's really kind of difficult when you've got p2p 
internet connections, you're trying to play a platformer, and then you also have that left Joy-Con drift on top of that. I'm sure that playing online is not ideal when it comes to um, when it comes to co-op or competitive levels. I agree, um, especially competitive levels, because I have a stage where I set up where um, people could go in and drive the Mario Karts around, like mm-hmm. you said. And it was built around that, where I had like five carts, you could drive them. But when you have multiple people on the stage, it gets a little crazy because the lag and everything messes up everybody else. And so you make may make a jump or something, nobody else can make it because the game it just can't handle that, you know. Hmm. But I'm hoping, like you said, Nintendo can kind of work on that. Like I'm sure they will. I'm sure they'll fix it. It's just, um, yeah, something they can. I'm sure they'll, they can fix it. I'm sure they can. Yeah. That is the other kind of area I think the Switch is still behind. But um, I don't. it's not as big of a deal to me on Switch because I don't really look to play online that much. Um, you know, Smash Brothers is basically it. <laughs> yeah, I don't look to play online too much. Um, I mean, it's fun when I can. Mm-hmm. But it's not like just a necessity. Um but now that I'm by myself from college and stuff, it, it is nice to play games online with people. Um, it's like, oh, you want to play online? Because back in college, you know, I just go to my next door um, roommate, be like, hey, man, you want to come over and play, you know, Halo or something? It's like, okay, sure. Nowadays, it's like, okay, I'm older. Everybody's having kids, you know, and families. And I'm still sitting here trying to get somebody to, you know, play this game with me, you know? It's like, nobody's around anymore. <laughs> Yeah, that's because they're off playing games without you, man. That's what it is. I know. They, they, they like, oh, look, I see his cell phone. I see his text message. Just ignore it. He'll go away eventually. You know. <laughs> but um. Don't tell him we're playing Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people, my friends, they, they stop invite me when I beat them a few times in, like, Smash Brothers <laughs> Mario Kart. You're like, because I get too competitive. It's like, don't invite him. You know, he's just going to sit here and beat us all and then, you know, gloat about it. <laughs> Well, and on that note, I guess we will call it here. And right. we will see y'all next time. The uh, We'll have to see what uh, when that'll be. I'm hoping we can start doing these more regularly. But we'll see. Uh, kind of have to see. It's kind of difficult between our schedules to <laughs> prepare for a podcast, but then also just find a good spot, a good time to do it. But uh, hopefully that'll, uh, that'll change here soon. But uh, everyone have a good one, and we will see y'all next time. Say goodbye. Oh, bye, bye. I didn't know if it was cut off or not.